Hey guys, today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp.com. What's standing between you and happiness? Is it you? Are your own feelings a roadblock preventing you from achieving your goals? Have you thought about talking to someone but are uncertain or unsure of where to start? BetterHelp.com online counseling is there for you. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with licensed professional counselors, caring professionals specializing in the issues that you want to talk about. Depression, stress and anxiety trauma, grief, self-esteem, and others. Connect with counselors in a safe and private environment. Get time, get help at your own time and your own pace. Schedule secure video and phone sessions or text your therapist, all included worldwide. And you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. And for Mall Talk listeners, you'll get 10% off your first month with discount code MALL. If you've been wanting to talk, you can get started today. Go to betterhelp.com slash mall. Simply fill out the questionnaire to help assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love, one that you can always change. That's betterhelp.com slash mall, promo code mall, M-A-L-L. Now to the show. Forever. Dog. To mall talk. I'm Paige Weldon. I'm Emily Fay. Let's talk about the mall. Emily, how many times did you go to the mall this week? So, like, <laughs> I didn't have a chance to go to the mall proper. Okay. Like, and hang out. I was working a lot. It was raining, etc. You don't have to make excuses. I do, though. We have this podcast. Now I owe the people excuses. But um, <laughs> I did. I saw two movies in Burbank, which means I did go to the Burbank Mall. The Burbank Town Center. Like, one time to that outdoor one, which I don't super count, but one time to the one on the inside. The sad one. The sad one. Guess what, Paige? What? That H&M actually opened. Wow! I never thought it would. <laughs> A beacon of hope at I the Burbank Town Center. I didn't think it was real, but it's real. Did you uh, go in? I mean, you don't no. even shop at H&M. No, I, d- I didn't go in. We just went in <laughs> and immediately just went in and we were like, oh, God, so sad. <laughs> we were both just like, so sad. Oh, my God. Um, the Orange Julius slash DQ was open this time. Whoa. So good for them. Must have been big hours. Yeah. <laughs> what was they it? only like open when Wednesday it's worth Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Uh, yeah. Then, yeah, we went into that theater, which I just have to say, uh, as we were going in, this one guy to the ticket girl, he, like, you know, had his phone. She And he was like, do you guys have a restroom? <laughs> and it's like, I'm so sorry. Imagine we don't. a movie theater without a restroom. Yeah. He phrased it poorly. That would be insane. Do you think he was sincerely asking or he just asked it in a weird way? Like, maybe he meant, like, where's the bathroom? <laughs> he meant, where's the bathroom? Do you have a restroom? AMC movie theater. I feel like if I was her and I was bored, I'd just be like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. you, we, we just don't. don't. You have to use like an empty popcorn bucket in the corner <laughs> of the theater itself. Or you itself. have to leave the theater. You have and to go to Sears. There's no admission back into the theater, so <laughs> yeah. you better hold you it. You have to go to Sears. They will make you buy something, but you can use that bathroom. They need it. They do need it. Is the Sears still open there? It is, but it must be closing soon, right? Yeah, that's weird. Um, I guess that's it. I, I guess I did one observation. <laughs> the same man dressed as Lumiere was at the Burbank Mall and at the Americana the other week. Whoa. So he he's makes, on tour. He's on tour. <laughs> Good 
for him. Catch him now. Yeah, can I find his website where he has all of his upcoming dates? Uh, we'll link to it in the description. I saw him at the Burbank one, and I was like, oh, my God, he's following me. Oh, yeah, that's more likely. That's more likely, Lumiere. Uh, that's it. That's okay. it. Paige, how many times did you go to the mall this week? I'm going to say I went to a mall at least three times. That's Pretty what happened. Good. I went to our mall, the Americana, at Brand slash Galleria mm. yesterday. But it was just one of those... Um, Ooh, you did. Yeah, it was just a Target and the gym trip. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I keep every morning. I intend <laughs> to go to the gym, and then I just don't. Yeah, that's so, what it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, also, it's tough once you've done anything else in your day. You're like, well, yeah. I simply cannot go right i went it felt good i recommend it endorphins or whatever i feel shamed yeah so maybe this public shame will uh (laughs) will help your fitness journey um and then i was in san francisco last weekend for san francisco sketch fest the 18th annual can you believe it yeah ah. and um so i went i when i got there uh if you're in the festival you go pick up your badge in Japantown. So I obviously went to the mall in Japantown. Of course. And you know how much I love picking up tiny ceramic items. It's and kind then of your main thing. Putting them back yeah. down. <laughs> so I had a great time picking up teacups, things like that. Um, it has an east mall, west mall. It's divided mm. by like a like a sort of a central outdoor area. It's very lovely. So that was nice. And then uh, I went to the Westfield San Francisco Center. You sent R-E, me a picture of this one. Not E-R-R-E. That's how you know it's fancy. Center. Oh. Can you imagine? Yeah, it was gorgeous. <laughs> it was, like, beautiful. It, it, like, literally did look like the Met. Yes. Like, yeah, it, it was, was so pretty. You know, Westfield is doing such good work that I'm like, I don't want to know what what they're doing yeah like like, i don't want to know caruso i know too much yeah i just can't even look up westfield i started clicking down wikipedia pages one day and i just said i can't do this wait okay i do want you to talk more about this mom but can we just mention that instagram real quick what instagram so rick caruso has an instagram (laughs) of caruso properties the americana and grove caruso rick caruso he doesn't have that many followers you know because by witty he has four photos they're all like with santa at the grove and at the americana with from his like family. 2013 yeah yeah um <laughs> i just thought that was a fun fact yeah check it out pull him up on and your then, phone and then there was a guy that you found yeah related. He, I, I believe it was in the tagged photos <laughs> yeah section like a uh, real estate developer so he must he must have something to do with it and his instagram is a fucking gold mine yeah it was a lot of photos of him at that um pacific palisades thing that caruso is doing it's not really a mall it's more of an outdoor shopping center yeah it's like all like fancy places but like he loves outfits he looks he insane. loves outfits. He's wearing like a, a full scarf. And he every... looks like he's made of wax with like a bad toupee. But we'll he like regram him if you look. He loves outfits. So every picture is like him in an outfit, and it's very good. Yeah, fit pics. It is. He's doing fit pics. Um, okay, but the Westfield San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a. Uh, it was right near my hotel, and it is attached to a BART station. So if you're if you get out at the Powell exit of I Bart. I think I was Stop. here once when I was like 12 and I was visiting my friend Patrick when he lived in uh, Berkeley. Yeah. Did oh you? my god. Yeah. Wow. wow. You know I, 
could feel that you were there. Yeah. So I bet. <laughs> you can enter via the BART and, or just from the street, wherever you're at. It's uh, for everyone. And uh, it's just very beautiful. It's a lot of like rounded escalators. You know mm, what I mean? It's beautiful. like eight, I want to say eight floors. Uh, four of those floors are Nordstrom and it's beautiful. Uh, the bathrooms were great. Uh, there uh, is the dome is like a famous like architectural San Francisco Ooh. thing. Like if you go in, it was like burnt down in the fire, you know, oh. and uh, they the rebuilt it in the last, I want to say like 20 years or so. There were plaques everywhere where you're like, oh, OK, I guess this was a big deal. It's yeah. all this stuff where they're like trying to be like. You know, it used to be that everyone would meet under the dome. That's what everyone would say. Sure, that's what everyone <laughs> would do. Like, I believe that. <laughs> it's very beautiful. I sat under there for a while. Uh, it's Because I had like a few hours to kill after I checked out of my hotel mm-hmm. and before I was leaving later that night. And so the mall was a perfect place to yeah. hang. Um, other notable things. Uh, there was a tea bot, I noticed. What? So it is a... It just standing sort of like a, it's like a vending machine, but for tea, Ooh. but it was labeled tea bot and you could pick a tea and you could pay right there. You didn't have to interact with anyone. I would do that. So that was pretty nice. Yeah, um, that sounds great. There was also a full co-working space in like a big section of the mall. Like a WeWork? Called Bespoke. Bespoke. Yeah, it didn't seem like anyone was there. It was a, s- a Sunday. I mean, I guess that, that makes so much sense for San Francisco. I really like the idea of it's like that's a good way to vitalize, uh, revitalize a mall yeah. that might not be as popular of a place anymore as to throw something in there. Yeah. You got all that space. Uh, there was a beautiful food court called the Food Emporium. Mm. Uh, on the bottom floor, I got a cheese tart but it was a chocolate cheese tart. That sounds so good. It was the perfect mid-mall snack. Was it all like kind of like fancy places? It was, no, it was, it was like there was a place called Hot Spud, (laughs) which I think is like all baked potatoes. Um, It was a lot of like, there was like a sushi place. There was that place like, that vegan place Loving Hut was there. Yeah. Which I've only heard of from Doughboys before. I didn't know that it existed outside of, Doughboys. Yeah, I I assume when I hear something on a podcast, it's not real. Um, (laughs) So honestly, it was just beautiful. I also realized this because it's a lot of levels. I realized I pride myself on being able to recognize what store I'm looking at without being able to see the name of it. Mm. (laughs) So I was like on a level and I was like, I think that's made well down there. I'm going to go check it out. And sure enough, it was. They're still doing their huge sale. It's still okay, going I on. I saw that online. That's why I was going to go today, but I have been finding it very hard to get out of the house one second earlier than I have to mm-hmm. because it's winter and my body has shut down. Yeah. But I want to check out that sale. Get over there. It's still going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, I got to get over there. Um, it went back down to 20% for a minute, but now it's back up to 40. Yeah, it's in there. Oh, I also briefly, I, I was out of lip balm and I was like, let me see what Kiehl's has to say. Your Brambleberry Rose lip balm page? Well, I left it at home. Oh, I see. I was out of the one that I had with I me see. and I was like, this is an emergency scenario. I went into Kiehl's. I was like, Kiehl's, do you only sell your brand? And they were like, we do. Paige, and I, did you not know that? No, I don't shop at Kiehl's. All right. I guess it made sense immediately when I got in there, but I was like, I could just, I was, I literally said to the guy, I was like, you only sell your brand, huh? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go to Sephora. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> and so I went to Sephora and I got what I wanted and it was easy. Um, that's it. That was it. That's all that happened. Should we introduce our guest? Yeah, we should. She's right over there. She's hilarious. It's Jessica Gao. Hi, Jessica. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Have you been to the mall recently? 
No, I actually uh, look for any opportunity to not go to the mall now. <laughs> Completely fair. <laughs> Even though, you know, my entire childhood was all of it was basically spent at the mall. Yeah. But, but now you don't like the mall. Yeah. You wore yourself out. I think I did. I got my entire lifetime's fill of mm. it. When you do go to the mall now, which mall do you go to? The closest one to where I live is the Grove, which I don't really count as a mall. No, it's something else. Yeah, I was going to ask you what you thought the difference was between like the Grove and, say, an outdoor shopping center, because it seemed like you had classified the Grove as so a mall. So we do classify it the Grove and the American as a mall. Outdoor shopping center, this Palisades thing, they don't have like chains. They uh, only like have like small like designer boutiques. Yeah. And I feel they like don't have any just like they don't have like a Madewell even. It was set up. I love that that's the <laughs> They don't even have a Madewell even. There are certain stores where you're like, if you don't have that, I don't know how you could consider yeah. yourself it's a like, mall. Yeah. It's like Caruso trying mm-hmm. to distance himself from the people. You know, <laughs> billionaire Caruso. <laughs> um, so unexpected for him. Uh, yeah. I think I think really what classifies them all is it has to be anchored by a department store. Right. Right? Yeah. Or else it's just like, yeah. it's just a, a plaza or I a shopping center, I think that might center, be like right? the yeah. dictionary. To, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and well, and the Grove does have yeah. yes. departments. It has. Yeah. That's, and I'm so grateful that the main department store there is Nordstrom. Yeah. It's and then, lovely. you know, they have a Barnes and Noble. That's a big. That's, that's a true. big classic mall store. That is. That is. Very Caruso much so. is keeping Barnes and Noble in business. <laughs> I don't know why, but I appreciate it. <laughs> I am grateful. Uh, but yeah, the few times where I have to physically go to a mall, it's it's the Grove. It's really close to my house. It's like and. When I'm not working, I can go during the week, middle, midweek, yeah. midday. That's the, the only time we sanction going to the yes, mall. Yes, absolutely. It's like Weekend otherwise, is nightmare. No, we yeah. would yeah. never suggest that. Yeah, um, we would never. What about the mall? Do you not like? Um, I don't like leaving my house first and foremost. Sure. Super uh, fair. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't like the crowds. Yeah. But it's mainly just physically being outside. Okay, sure. <laughs> Fair I mean, enough. Yeah. That's why it's fun to go during the week is because you feel like you're like getting away with something. You're like, but it should be terrible right now. There should be everyone here, but it's but just no me. one there. Yeah. <laughs> I want the mall to come to me and in like a pretty woman scenario where the mall comes to me and shows off. Like I sit in a, a chaise lounge and then the mall comes over and shows me all the stuff and then I go, I want that one and that one. That and then the mall leaves. Great. That's what I want. So the internet. Yes, yeah. pretty much. So, but Damn I wanna, the internet. But, but the thing is, if <laughs> you go to the person. mall, you can try stuff on. Right. Yeah. That is a big deal. The yeah. internet will never achieve that. They've tried. Mm-hmm. You can put They've on makeup tried. on it's the yeah. Sephora never website. The same. look like an absolute horror. Yeah. Uh, oh, the Sephora app where you can put on <laughs> so funny and stuff. It looks so crazy. <laughs> it really does. They do that with like glasses and stuff, too. I'm just like, it's not going to be the no. same. Yeah. And well, then, I just can't. Yeah, with clothes when it's like size guide. And it's like... The problem here is that in all women's clothing, not even two items of clothing adhere to the same sizing standards. No. Yeah. So it's like, okay, can you have a sizing guide for every single item of clothing? Yes. Rick Caruso, I want you to create a mobile mall that comes to us. <laughs> like, Maybe that's in the future. He might do yeah. it. I can see him doing that. Yeah. If he and like Jeff Bezos like hooked up together, they they could make a, a, the a mobile. The world would end, yes, but the for world a few would months. End. <laughs> but for a few months, we would have a really easy time shopping. Yeah. Mm. It'd be great yeah. until we all died. Is Rick Caruso divorced? divorced? I don't think so. Okay. Just wondering. Where are you going with this page? Well, did Jeff Bezos just get divorced? He 
did oh. just get divorced. I was just wondering because yes. I was gonna I was gonna riff something about how they could get together and talk about their divorce. Mm, you know, yeah, I, I think that Rick Caruso is married. Okay, probably unhappily. I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> they <laughs> don't even live in the same mansion. Or or maybe it's stale enough where they're willing to invite a third into their yeah. marriage. Ooh. True. Okay. Well, we'll message on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Make, make this happen, please. Just ask for an interview. Okay. But growing up, you would go. You said you went to the Montebello Mall. Yes. For many years. Yes. The Montebello Mall, which is uh, like south of Monterey Park, um, which is in the San Gabriel Valley. Yeah. And um, I don't think that was even the closest mall to where I was, but it was just the mall that my mom knew. So she would just drop me off there every single weekend and then come back a few hours later. Yeah. Were um, you alone or like with friends? No, I was totally alone. <laughs> like all through elementary school, she would just drop me off there. Wow. And uh, and then leave me there and then come back a few hours. Like, we just set a time right. and then and a spot. and Because, you know, it's before cell phones. Yeah. And a spot. And um, and I didn't even have a watch. I would just have to ask strangers what so time it was. what would you do? Um, I would spend the, well, I would go to, like, Claire's. I would go to the San, San Rio store. Um, but I would spend probably four hours um, at Walden Books mm, okay. um, and just read. Yeah, because you just can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one's going to stop you. Yeah, and so, and, you know, and then maybe have a snack at Sparrow's. What yeah. would you get at Sparrow? Oh, um, Baked Ziti. Me too! Is this what somebody called us? Who called us pasta freaks? Yusuf Roach. <laughs> you you because I, I think a lot of people think Sparrow is just a pizza place. And you know what? No. It's no. so much more. I never eat the pizza there. No. I've never had yeah. pizza there. For me, it was always about the spaghetti and meatballs. Mm. And I thought those pasta. were such a yeah. treat. Well, it's the perfect pasta for kids to eat because yeah. it's so basic and like yeah. it's, <laughs> no it's pretty wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's a little soggy. That's just like it. I haven't had it for years, and yeah. I'm just like that. It was some wet spaghetti. Yeah, no I one would ever the... accuse Sparrows of being uh, al dente. No, no, <laughs> yeah. they fully cook everything. The baked ziti is delicious because it's got the crisp on the top. Oh, I want to try mm-hmm. this it's ziti. Yeah. You'd be into it. It's I would... very little sauce. Oh yeah. yeah. The, yeah. The gallery doesn't have a Sbarro. No, it has they a have an pizza LA, Italian LA. pizza. Which is like, what the yeah. fuck is that? Okay, so you would yeah, go so to that Sbarro. Was, yeah, so, but that was my routine. I would go to Claire's. I would go to, there were two other uh, Claire's-esque stores. Sure. Um, so I would just go through all of them and look through the clearance section. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, because I only bought things that were under like $3. Right. And then, um, and then you know, Sanrio, I usually didn't really, maybe I'll get like a pen or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was a very cheap cheap child because well, I came from a cheap family. Yeah. That's what uh, Monica, who talked about Sanrio, she was, she would say how she would always get like the pencil toppers. Yeah. like You got to get something really small and yeah. cheap. Yeah. Like a pencil case is for birthdays, you know? <laughs> yes. That's yeah. a special occasion. Yes. Item. Absolutely. Well, and, and angel twins. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember Little twin their stars. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot God. everything. I looked it up after and then immediately forgot even though yeah. I found You had like, like a one week long Sanrio renaissance. I know. After where you were like, I remember these I, yeah. I kept texting like with either like I think you and Monica just feeling like this is my boyfriend, this is my boyfriend, the this dog. is my boyfriend, the dog in the beret. <laughs> um, He's very cute. The dog in the beret. You mean Spotty Dottie? No. No, you're no. talking about Pachaco. Pachaco, Pachaco. Didn't, but he didn't wear a beret, did he? There is oh. a dog in a beret. <laughs> it's all a blur. Um, but do you remember? Did, like, did this happen to like your peers where it was like it was a very clear delineation of which ones the boys liked and could have and which ones yeah. the girls like Karopi. Karopi was very and Bats boy. Maru are boy. Yeah. 
Pecco is boy. Which too. one is Pecco? Um, the duck, a hero the no Pecco. Yeah, yeah. And then Hello Kitty of obviously is very solidly girl. Pachaco yeah. is girl. Spotty Dotty. It's interesting because it, it's like. Not that those animals are particularly boy or girl. They're yeah. just, it's all in the styling. It's yes. all in the yes. ad copy. Totally. And it worked. Yeah. <laughs> and do you remember Monkichi? Mm-mm. Oh, he was like a little monkey guy. And he wasn't like that popular, but he was like my fave. Okay. He was yeah. he was sort of on the back. I yeah. I also felt like when I was like in fifth and sixth grade, there was like a lot of pressure to like brand yourself with one character. Like you, you had to pick one character and like and that had to be your like you weren't supposed to mix. And I felt I like I pressured myself into picking Pachaco because I liked dogs. So I was like, well, I have to I have to stay on brand because I've already branded myself as somebody who likes dogs. So if sure. I choose another animal character, it would weaken the brand. Well, people would accuse yeah. me obviously. Obviously, of being a hypocrite, and then I would have no credibility in sixth grade anymore. So I, I, but I didn't particularly love the design of Pachaco. It was just like I felt I had to align with him. And really, I loved Monkeychi. Yeah, I feel like people want to be able to understand you very quickly, and if you just pick one character, they're like, "Got you." And if you pick something that's more nuanced, the dog's name was like Cinema something. Oh, Cinema just came to you. I forgot. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners are shouting yes, whatever it is right now. They're like, you're so stupid. I, I, it's true. I am so stupid. And they're right, but it's not nice. And they're alarming other people in other cars while they're driving and listening to this. Uh, please yeah. write in and harass Emily about this. Yeah, please tweet at us. Tell me the name of the dog, even though I can look it up. But say, tell it to her in the meanest the way so possible. Mean. You yeah. fucking piece of shit. The dog in the beret is named whatever uh, his name is. Yeah. is the funniest thing to be cussing about. I <laughs> yeah. can't understand why you'd be angry. <laughs> Sanrio, it's also great if you're there every single weekend. You're like, I'll just pick something up this week. I'll yeah. be back. You can very like slowly amass your tiny collection. Does you that know? mean you mm-hmm. could only buy Pachaco stuff? Yes. Damn. I know. Really it was limiting. A, it was such a tough uh, thing to have to stick to, you know. But like, you I wouldn't like keep anything in secret, like a secret monkey item. I know I had secret monkey cheese stuff, but like, but publicly I was all Pachaco all the time. You're like, if anyone from school comes over. I have to hide all my stuff or they'll know I'm a freak. I'm a fraud. Did you ever, we do this now because we go to the mall pretty frequently. Did you like keep tabs on stuff you wanted and when it was going to be on sale? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Because I only, like in most stores, I only bought stuff on sale. Yeah. Hey, that's what we do now. (laughs) You're, you know, if you're there every week. And I, I never bought clothes at the mall because it just seems so exorbitantly expensive. All of my yeah. clothes were from like Ross and Marshalls. And like, and I remember my cousin and I would go shopping at Ross and Marshalls exclusively. And we had like our cutoff was $16.99 was like a big ticket item. Yeah. So anything like under $15 was like, okay, like that's an acceptable buy. Yeah. Like you don't have to really think twice about it. But like $16.99 was like, oh, you better really need that to <laughs> yeah. buy it. Yeah. This better be something you're going to have for years. <laughs> this needs to be an heirloom <laughs> item. <laughs> I mean, we do love... We love Marshalls. Ross is uh, is an emergency scenario. If yeah. There's no Marshalls available. But we love Marshalls. Yeah. 
It's not a mall store, but it's a it's a sister. There's a Marshalls of, of on the stores. on the outskirts of yeah. the Americana. It's a perimeter store. I've been to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because it's right by the Home Goods. It is, and I love Home Goods. Me too. Yeah, they are offering everything at a lower price. <laughs> but um, and so junior high. When I started junior high, we moved to West Covina, mm-hmm. and so it was very far away from the Montebello Mall. Yeah, you're not making that trip. No, but so to- then I started going to the West Covina Mall which at the time was like incredibly sad. Like it was one of those malls that was in decline and starting mm. to, like mm. wings oh were starting to shut down. I mean, now it's uh, a, a huge renaissance has occurred and, um, really? and it's not like a huge, it's expanded. Is, wow. Is yeah. it the Plaza West Covina? Uh, I, I think so. Right off the freeway. Yeah, yeah right? right off the freeway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that yeah. didn't have all that okay. cool. Like it was like, there was like a whole wing that you never went into because it was just dark. Oh, oh very scary. Yeah, like there just yeah. wasn't anything. That, it was all empty stores. Like maybe like one would become a Halloween store, but like it was just empty. You know, that sounds like there should be like yeah. urban legend, like you know, yeah. like closed down like asylum stories, totally. but about the swing of with the like mall. buzzing lights yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but now it's like that. That mall is completely revitalized and like really fancy and upscale now. But it wasn't but like the that. ghosts remain. The ghosts remain. But um, and it used to have a standalone Tower Records in the middle of the parking lot. Oh wow! And that's like they would have events there that's and all that. Fun. Yeah, yeah. It was like the cool place. Yeah. Um, I like that in the middle of the parking lot. Yeah, in the in Tower its own standalone. Does not play by the rules. No, no they don't. They're the cool store. <laughs> They're fully out of business now. I believe the Tower yeah, Records. Yeah, it's very sad. Very sad. Um, but yeah, West Covina Mall also had a Sanrio store that I would go to. But it was, but it was starting in I think in high school when I started finally buying clothes at the mall. But yeah. again, only things on sale. At what stores? Mm. Um, I went to Hot Topic a lot because in high school I was goth. Oh yeah, and this is good to know. Yeah, <laughs> we never talked about this. I don't know if we have. Oh yeah, I was very goth. Goth is the only phase I never went through. I was like, I thought I was punk. I thought I was like a hippie, but I never yeah. went goth. I went goth, and then eventually that transitioned into punk. But um, yeah. but I was very like beginning first half of high school. I was very goth. Did you like wear white makeup? No, that's the only thing. The only makeup I ever did wear would be sometimes I'd wear purple lipstick, but yeah. I was just—I've just never been a makeup person. Um, and uh, and I'm an re- Im- Im- important part of being goth. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, they're like you're not a real goth. You're it's a poser. True. I was not a real goth in that sense, but I, you know, I dress the part. Yeah, yeah. Hot Topic is the place. Yeah. Yeah. But, and even then, I was like, this place is very expensive. I only buy things on sale. Like, um, you know, I did a lot of. It was never cheap. Yeah. I did a lot of thrift store shopping for my clothes. Um, And then, you know, but I would still buy stuff at like Wet Seal and Charlotte Russe. But, you know, you could, you just pick and choose. Like, you just go show me to the section with all the black lacy things. Yes. You go to your section and then you leave. Yeah. Emily. Have you heard of Zola? Zola? Who's she? Zola isn't a person. Zola is a wedding company. Wow. So stupid. Uh, They're a wedding company. They're doing anything for love. Uh, They're reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moment in couples' lives somehow even happier. From engagement to wedding and decorating your first home, Zola is there, combining compassionate customer service with modern tools and technology, all in the service of... Love. Wow. Honorable. Join 500,000 couples who've used Zola. They make wedding websites, registries, save the dates, anything you could need online in one place. It takes the stress out of wedding planning, and it's a great way to manage everything in one place. 
It's you can great. start with a free wedding website. Super easy. I personally just learned wedding websites are a thing. I'm unmarried. They extremely. You're very unmarried. They're wow. very much a thing. And Zola's the best because it's very easy and oh. only takes a minute to set up. They have over 100 wedding website designs to choose from, which is an abundance. And that's a lot. An I bet they're. Embarrassment of riches. <laughs> yes. Uh, you can put your registry on the website so guests can go right there, get all the details they need in one convenient and beautiful place. You can add stories and photos and stuff about you guys and like how you met so that people know. You know, the plus one can <laughs> the learn, plus one can, can get learn a backstory. Back what, what's up with you? So they know what to ask you. Um, they make registering so easy. They have the widest selection of gifts at all different price points, and there's something for everyone to give. Guests love the free shipping and returns, price matching, and more. There are over 500 top brands from OXO. You're Dave, familiar. I, Dave got me a kettle from OXO for Christmas, and now I know it's a top brand, and now I love him again. Uh, Perfect. From Cuisinart and Sonos to Airbnb. Uh, you can also create a fund for your honeymoon, uh, your future home, a puppy, whatever Ooh, you want. A puppy. <laughs> you can also register for gift cards. Like wow. Delta, Southwest, Hulu, Home Depot, all incredibly useful Those things. Those are actually literally all my favorite brands. <laughs> <laughs> Home Depot. <laughs> Especially Home Depot. And then we also have the best completion discount, 20% off remaining gifts on your registry starting right now after your big day. So to start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry on Zola, go to Zola.com slash mall. Go to Zola.com, Z-O-L-A.com slash mall, M-A-L-L, Zola.com slash mall. Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners. They now offer sex products, too. And now that you're married, you can use those. The founders of Lola, two women, started their company with a simple and seemingly obvious idea. Women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to feminine care products. Unlike other major brands, Lola products are 100% natural and easy to feel good about. No BS, mystery fibers, or doubts about what's going into your body. Plus, Lola products come in a simple, customizable subscription. Lola will deliver exactly what you need, exactly when you need it. <laughs> we know when you need it, right? <laughs> right, ladies? You can choose your mix of products, mix of absorbency, number of boxes, and frequency of delivery. Lola's subscription is super flexible, and you can change, skip, or cancel your subscription at any time. Um, I love this because I, you know... I want to know the name of the chemicals I'm putting in my body. And I it's want that name nice. to be cotton. <laughs> and that's it. You know, I wouldn't have to I wouldn't have thought that I had to keep track of this kind of thing, but and I guess you yet, do. You know? Mm. Um, Thanks, Lola. Thank you. And now they offer sex products made with women in mind, condom, lube, and wipes. Lola makes ultra-thin lubricated condoms that are made out of natural rubber latex and individually tested for contraception and STI protection. Which is very cool because I don't want to get pregnant and or STIs. Perfect. At this point in my life. It's funny to picture what that testing is. (laughs) Individual testing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also, Lola's personal lubricant is hypoallergenic. Thank God. Made with 95% organic ingredients and perfectly mimics natural feminine moisture and maintains a healthy pH 
balance. Gotta have that <laughs> pH balance. It's important. It's important. And you can feel good about your purchase because for every purchase, Lola donates feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. Go get your Lola today. For 40% off all subscriptions, visit MyLola.com and enter promo code MALL when you subscribe. That's MyLola.com, promo code MALL. Don't be a fool. Bye, Lola. <laughs> We're back. Uh, <laughs> you did most of your shopping at thrift stores. <laughs> oh boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And then Charlotte Russe, Wet Seal. You go to the you go to the stores and you're like, show me like show me all the black lacy things or like uh, I, I think at the time it was like the the tail end of like velvet being kind of in. So oh, that sure. was that that did and a lot for me. Now it's back. Yeah, it's back in, in a like big way. Full force. Yeah. Are you are you wearing velvet now? I uh, yes and no um, because it's <laughs> okay. it's hard in LA to like wear a velvet. True. Even though this was also this is was I grew up in the suburbs yeah. of LA, but still. Also, yeah. it's not really goth anymore. Yeah, no. it's like yes, it's everybody. Totally. It's like you it's know. more like luxe. I yeah. do feel yeah. like that's the secret about all these like things that become popular, like mainstream. Everyone's wearing is like low key. It used to be like goth or like <laughs> like everyone's wearing like plaid pants now. It's mm-hmm. like yeah. well, you know who started that. Is us the punks? <laughs> is Hot us topic. the golfers? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they took it from the golfers, and then they <laughs> took it. Yes, that was the pattern. But you were a big Hot Topic person as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I liked a lot of. I think mostly I just bought jewelry there. Mm. Oh, I was sure. really into buying jewelry there and shoes. What kind of jewelry did they have? They Ooh. had some real good goth stuff. I had. Yeah. I, I know that I owned one that was like a big chunky silver chain with you know a cameo necklace. Yeah, mm-hmm. chunky, thing. but but yeah. you know it was like a cameo necklace with a black skull with a bunch of glitter around the skull. Oh yeah, they I had a lot of very cool. like uh, faux Victorian jewelry. Yeah, with like exactly. a big fake emerald with like a claw around it, like shit like that. That's very good. Were you yeah. shopping there when Skull Animals was around? No, I always just have to ask everyone who says they shopped at Hot Topic if they're familiar with Skull Animals because I, I need to talk to someone about Skull Animals. I was not a part of Skull Animals. I don't even know what that is. They were like cartoonish kind of like little animals, but just um, the skeleton. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So it would be like, yeah. oh, it's a cat, but just the skeleton. Is that why? Oh, it's a little monkey, but just the skeleton. Mm-hmm. Wait, is that why when Target was having their after Halloween sale, you decided to buy that <gasps> little skull, like skeleton Ooh, version skeleton of a dog? dog? Maybe it is. <laughs> Maybe it's my grown-up skull animals. Yes, wow. my, there's yeah. a great candle company that I can't remember the name of, but the candle is like, I mean, they do multiple ones, but the best one is a cat, and then when the candle melts down, there's actually a skeleton <sighs> underneath it. Whoa. Oh, wow. And it I looks like really, that. really great. That's a fun reveal. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. But because I liked skull stuff for so long, like even well into adulthood, my mom was like, oh, that's what I have to buy her for every <laughs> yeah. occasion. And she would also tell, like, for Christmas, like my parents used to always like host, they would always host Christmas. So like our extended family from China would like come and like stay and like spend Christmas with us. And then a lot of like very close family friends who have been friends of the family for like 30 years would come too. And a lot of times they would, you know, they'd ask my mom like, oh, what should I bring as a gift (laughs) for Jessica? And my mom would always tell them two things. One, she would say, if you're going to buy her clothes, get her men's extra large. (laughs) What? Because that is how big my mom thinks I am. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, And so she would tell them, get me men's extra large. And then, uh, and then they would see me and be like, "You're not a men's extra large like oh your mom God. said." Yeah, <laughs> she described you way differently. <laughs> 
And then, um, and for listeners, I mean, I'm not a small person, but I'm not a men's extra large. Yeah, they're setting everyone in that scenario up to be disappointed and uncomfortable. Yes, yes. And then, um, and then two, she would tell them to get me things with skulls on it. And I remember one year, I was like, what a picture to paint. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, she's and, as large as an extra large man and she loves skulls. Yes. All your relatives are like, I'm kind of nervous and to go to Christmas. Two main <laughs> things about her. Um, and, and I remember one year, I think I was like, I think I was like 22 and they, this lady like who had been a friend of the family for like years, um, we were doing, you know, gifts and she, she hands me her, her gift and she's like, I know you're gonna love this because your mom helped me pick it out, and I was like, "Oh my god, what's what's in the box?" Like no. I felt like Brad Pitt in Seven. I was like, "What's in the box?" Oh god, and so a skull. yeah, yeah, so I, oh, yes. So I open it, and it's a little figurine of a Rastafarian skeleton with gigantic hands, and his hands are in uh, are cupped um, and have uh, pot leaves painted all over them because it's a joint holder. Oh, no. Do you think anyone, no. like your mom, no, no, anyone no, no. knew what it was? No, nobody knew. A Rastafarian knew. skeleton. And yeah, what joint did you holder. say? And I said, cool, thanks. Cool, thanks. <laughs> and then you've been putting joints in it ever since. So then, And at the time, I was working in marketing, and I brought it to work. <laughs> and I put it on my desk, and we put our bathroom key in it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's lovely. Yeah. It ended up working out. Yeah, totally. I, I feel, know you're going to love this. Yes. I feel like that's what parents do is they find one thing they know you like yeah. yes. and they latch on it. And they do it. it to death. But My, usually it's like a cow yeah. or a pig or like, which I feel like it is usually like one time when you're a kid, it's like, I like cows. Yeah. That's what happened with my cousin. And then for years, it was like everyone. You can't shake it ever. For like a decade, it's just like, we're going to get Sarah this cow thing. Yeah. And then one time I asked her around, she was like, I dressed up as a cow one time for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like you could have liked an object that ha- coincidentally had a cow on it, yeah. but they, yes. they hone in on the wrong yeah. detail. Yeah. And they think they're being so thoughtful. Yeah. Mine was everyone thought I was like obsessed with the Simpsons which I just casually liked the Simpsons but it was here's a Simpsons Monopoly here's a figurine of Bart and I'm just like I really am not that big of a Simpsons freak but thank you yeah bad gifts are such a burden oh Oh, yeah yeah Yeah, you just have them because you can't throw them away because they'll know oh I do it's crazy how not like how rarely gifts are something you want. Yeah. Like the hit to miss ratio is out of control. I think we should rethink Just gifts. get rid yeah. of it as a thing. I, you know, maybe this is why, but like I am very psychotic about getting good gifts. You like, have given right? me good gifts. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very, it's like an illness for me to get the perfect gift for each person. I feel That's similarly. Like I think of myself as a good gift giver, but yeah, it does I, only cause yeah. me stress. Yeah. <laughs> I will be honest. I think I'm good. You are. <laughs> One thing I don't, did we bring up that we got each other stamps? We did each get each other stamps for, for Christmas. Christmas. What kind of stamps? <laughs> like rubber stamps. Little rubber stamps. Like just post office. Just no, <laughs> no, you'll yeah. never. You'll, here's a year of not having yeah. to go to the post office. But like <laughs> in a full 100% coincidence, that is we <laughs> two adult women got each other stamps for Christmas. What kind of stamps? I got Emily these like little, little animals, animals, like stamps. various animals, and she got me their like like various like flowers, leaves. Yeah, it's and a then very you, like make yeah. designs out of them. Stamps. Yeah. I feel like for girl, young girls was like. It's equivalent of horses. It's yeah. like stamps, stickers, and horses. Uh, stickers. Yeah, you're, you're so one of stamps. three. Yeah, I was stamps. 
Yeah, yeah. You want to be stamps of those. I mean, yeah. I was stickers. I, I must was say. stickers actually. My uh, door was covered in stickers, and when we moved, my dad was so mad. It was like <laughs> I have to take the door off and replace the door. It's ruined. And then I well, made them keep the door. <laughs> I mean, he was Do there the entire time that you were putting stickers I think on he the didn't door. Realize how bad it had gotten yeah. until it became like a real thing. It was like an infection that he let fester. I mean, yeah. I I moved into your room, you know, a couple months ago, and you had to remove some stickers from the door. I had a small patch of stickers, yeah. <laughs> which used to be, oh my God. I'll, I'll maybe pull up a picture sometime and show you. It's literally like top to bottom stickers, like stickers you would buy in one of those like machines where you mm-hmm. put four yeah. corners mm-hmm. down to that. And it would be like from packs of like a sheet of stickers, yeah. like tiny stickers. But you actually use them, which is good. Because yeah. I used to save all of my, I wouldn't even put them in a sticker book because mm. I was like, well, that ruins. The, it does. They're completely devalued now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, stickers are a commitment. If you put yeah. a sticker on something, you better like that thing and you better like that sticker. Uh, yeah. Sticker books were a truly beautiful thing. It's just like, here are some pages. Yeah. Put stickers on them. <laughs> and then they're in a book. No, but it it it's exactly what you're talking about, Paige, which is that you can put them in the books, but the books are designed so that you can take the stickers off. It's for right. safekeeping. You can reuse True, those yeah. stickers. Yeah. yeah, people who are not ready to commit to yeah. anything. Yeah, but I always felt like it was for suckers. Because I had a spotty dotty sticker book. Always wow. with the dogs. Yeah. You liked all the dogs. I did like all the dogs. Yeah, we li- this is a dog podcast. This is a dog this podcast a do- for a pro sure. dog yeah. podcast. That makes sense. Not to, you know, I, I like alienate a cat. You know, I like a cat, but I prefer a dog. I feel Always. extremely alienated. <laughs> <laughs> I've met your cat. Great cat. Yes, that's true. You were and you were lovely to him. Yeah. See, that's the thing is I feel like there's this weird thing where if you say you prefer dogs or you like dogs, people assume you hate cats. Yeah. And that is not the case. I like cats. Yeah, I like cats. I just need someone to give me more attention. <laughs> You know? well, yes, it's very personal. It's really defined by personal. Yeah. I grew up thinking I was a dog person because we only had dogs when I was growing up. And I, but my current cat, um, Admiral Whiskers, he <laughs> he's my first time interacting with a cat ever. Yeah. And now that I've had him, I was like, oh, I just didn't know that I was a cat person. That's the opposite of what happened is we had cats until I was maybe in like, I want to say like fourth or fifth grade. And then we got our dog who was a little dog. He was a Shih Tzu. And my mom was like, Oh, I like little dogs more than I like cats. And then that became our thing. Also, sometimes family. cats, I like them, but then sometimes when I'm alone with them, I get scared. <laughs> like, because there are no witnesses and you think the cat knows that? They like creep me out a little. Like, not usually. I do like them and I think they're cute, but like they do feel too much like a person in a cat body. Mm-hmm. And then I get like nervous. Oh, that's what I like. So. <laughs> Uh, I do want to ask you, you mentioned that you did acid at the mall. Oh, yes. The first time I ever dropped acid, I was 14, and it was at, it was at the Montebello Mall. Wow. wow. So let's speak on that. I, yeah. So uh, in fifth and sixth grade, um, I had I, my parents sent me to Christian school, um, even though they aren't Christian, but it was the cheapest private school you sure, could go yeah. to. That that happened. Yeah, I feel like. and so I had uh, befriended this girl who, like, once we became friends, like we at one point like confessed to each other that we weren't Christians, and it was like it was just, <laughs> it was just wonderful. Um, and I, and then you know, after sixth grade, my family moved to West Covina um, from where we were, which and so which was like you know ten miles away or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, and so we 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 were pen pals because or Aww. and we would call each other and like but hang out pretty rarely. Yeah. Um, because you know you needed a parent to like go drop you off somewhere. Yeah. But we would like meet at malls constantly and then when and then she she 
actually was the one who got me into being a goth because she became a goth like wow. pretty quickly. And then when we were 14, we met up at the Montebello Mall. And I th- if I recall correctly, I think she we like uh, started, we met some dude who was like clearly a gross person. Sure. I mean, he was kind of like a goth and like, I think he was like 18. I mean, he's told us he was 18, but he probably was like 20 or something. Yeah. And very um, gross. Yeah. And so we hung out with him all day and then he, and then he met up with like somebody who he got acid from and then gave it to us. Um, which is a sign of a very cool adult. Yeah. And, he has to ask another adult yeah, for and permission. Then, yeah. And then, um, and then, so then she, so then she wanted me to, I, I was like, I'm not going to do it cause I'm a good kid. Mm-hmm. And so then she was like, no, you're, you're gonna. And I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> fine. So, you twist my arm. Yeah. And so, so we walk, uh, so we're walking through the mall and I think, I thought clear as day that there was a clown who was offering <laughs> balloons outside of like a st- just a random store that was not a children's store now that I like that I later thought about and was like because at first I was like oh that makes sense there's a clown who's giving it as a promotion so I was like hey let's go get a balloon from this clown and she was and she and I didn't understand why because she kept saying like shut up like she was shushing me very urgently and I was like why are you being such a bitch? Like, I want to go get a, like a balloon. I think they're free. Like, why are you being such an asshole? And then finally, and then finally she was like, dude, you're tripping. There's no clown. Oh my like, God. I was like, what are you talking about? It's a, he's, he's like 10 feet away. And she's like, no, there is no clown. And I was like, yeah. And I'm arguing with her. Yeah. Cause, and then she was like, do you see anyone with balloons walking around? And I was like, well, maybe we're the first ones. Like, <laughs> I'm the only one brave enough yeah, to go get a balloon from this clown. Because she was like afraid that it, you would betray that you were high. Yes, exactly. Yeah. She was afraid that like the 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 responsible adults in the mall were would figure out that we were on drugs. <laughs> you were yeah, mall children cops on, yeah. on drugs. approach. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because like because she wasn't she wasn't she. We only had one tap, so she gave it to me. Oh, so Wait, she, so she what? wasn't. So she wasn't on it. Like she, yeah. <gasps> why? Why was she like you're doing it, not me? You're doing it. Because I think it's a fun novelty to have your friend who's never done. Because she'd done it before. She had oh, done it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I see. see. Yeah. That makes sense. We're well, talking so, in well, I mean, she, again. Here's the thing. we we quote unquote split it where like she she like sucked on the tab for like two seconds, but then I swallowed the tab. Wow. Yeah. Um, oh we are gonna take another quick break. We'll be right back. <laughs> what a gentle transition. Hey guys, it's us, Paige and Emily. We want to tell you about something. Um, We are going to tell you about Stitch Fix, which is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. So you should go to stitchfix.com slash mall, M-A-L-L. Tell them your sizes, what styles you like, how much you want to spend on each item. Uh, we did that. We did. We just took our little style quizzes. I felt so tended to I and know. cared for. It was like, no one's ever asked me that before. No one has ever cared about my relative proportions. It it's was, so sweet. It was nice. I and can't wait to see what I get. It really made me self-reflect on what is my style? Who am I? So if you're wondering who you are, <laughs> try um, Stitch Fix. You'll be paired with your very own personal stylist, like at the very fancy department stores that we don't shop at, but this is just 
very available to you, and they'll handpick items to send right to your door. Then you try them on, and you pay only for what you like. So then you can return the rest. And you know what we love doing is returning things. So it's perfect. (laughs) Shipping, exchanges, and returns are totally free. And it's very low pressure because you don't have to have a prescription. a what? A subscription. <laughs> I a, said a, prescription. A prescription. You don't need that either, <laughs> which is good because healthcare is a mess in this country. Oh. Uh, but you can just sign up to receive scheduled shipments or get your fix whenever you want. Stitch fixes. Fi- Stitch Fix's styling fee uh, is only $20. It's also a tongue twister. Uh, it's applied toward anything you keep from your shipment. So get started now at stitchfix.com slash mall, and you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all of the items in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash mall to get started today. Stitchfix.com slash mall. M-A-L-L. Mall. Wait. Two L's. <laughs> <laughs> we know how to spell the M-A-L-L. name of our podcast. Yes. What's standing between you and happiness? Is it you? Are your own feelings or roadblock preventing you from achieving your goals? Have you thought about talking to someone but are uncertain or unsure of where to start? BetterHelp.com online counseling is there for you. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with licensed professional counselors, caring professionals specializing in the issues that you want to talk about. Depression, stress and anxiety, that's my favorite, Trauma, grief, self-esteem, another classic, and others. Connect with counselors in a safe and private environment. Get time, get help at your own time and your own pace. Schedule secure video and phone sessions or text your therapist, all included worldwide. And you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. And for Mall Talk listeners, you'll get 10% off your first month with discount code MALL. If you've been wanting to talk, you can get started today. Go to betterhelp.com slash mall. Simply fill out the questionnaire to help assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love, one that you can always change. That's betterhelp.com slash mall, promo code mall, M-A-L-L. Two L's. (laughs) Two L's. Okay, and we're back. Wow. What a great break. <laughs> Relaxing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really good. Okay, did anything else happen while you were on acid? Um, I think that's it. You got away scot-free. I got away scot-free. No one knew. It's so funny to imagine also that during this whole story, you were like in goth. No, clothes. I wasn't at the you time. She, she okay. was full goth. Okay. I Well, actually, was I? I might have been like goth curious okay yeah you were open to it i no, i think i was like transitioning into goth <laughs> and like, you had like a, a revelation whilst on acid that you were goth now and that's <laughs> I, what it would be yeah maybe maybe <laughs> that was the turning point i think up and up to that point i was just wearing a lot of thrift store clothes yeah yeah it's interesting you talk about like the friend who like influences you to start doing something i yeah. feel like i was that like i started dressing that way and then my friends started doing it but no one could no one could hang quite like i could <laughs> no one was willing to wear the checker print wristbands no one was there <laughs> it was only me um, okay, but you also said the West Covina Mall, there is a, a particular restaurant you really like? Oh, yeah. So in the food court, there was this place called California Chicken Roasters. Okay. And I've seen California Chicken Roasters at other malls, but it's not the same. Like, I think this one was like a privately owned like standalone. Is it different from California Chicken Cafe? 
Yes. Okay. Very, like this felt like it was a single owner who owned mm. one thing and this was their thing. Okay. Um, and I just loved the chicken there. And also <laughs> all the side dishes. Like they just had a really good deal because I think it was like five bucks and you could get um, chicken with two sides. That is incredibly and, yeah. good. And like, but like big ass scoops of it's sides. It's different for, because, okay, so I tried to look up what food is in that mall. And I, yes. in my mind, I was like, I wonder if I can guess what Jessica's place is. And there's a place called Chicken Now that seems to have a very similar vibe to what you're describing. Is it possible they renamed? It's very possible because I haven't gone in years, but I loved it so much. I would go regularly. Um, before I could drive, um, there was a, like, a sh- like a little shuttle bus for senior citizens to get around town and it only cost 25 cents and there was a stop right by my high school so I would like me and my friends would go to the shuttle pay 25 cents to get driven to the mall well because our high school was like two freeway exits from the mall yeah mm-hmm. and it was a like there's no way you could walk there you know yeah um, and so we uh, so we would take the the shuttle to the mall and then I don't remember how I would get home I guess maybe I would just call my mom and say pick me up at the mall when you get home from work yeah you just figure it out yeah you're like I don't care what happens once yeah, I get there. Exactly. I just need to get there. Everything will fall into place at the mall. <laughs> it uh, does. But I would go there and like eat constantly. And then even as an adult, like um, anytime I would be going that far, like, you know, even if I was like on my way to Palm Springs or something, I would like try to make a, make it a point to stop at it's the West fun. Covina Mall. I would go straight in. I knew the door to go in to get <laughs> that was closest to the food court. Yeah. And then I'd immediately go there. By my, I wouldn't even eat there. I would get it to go. <laughs> I would rather eat it in the car than sit in that food court and eat it. Yeah. That's so, not what it was about. Yeah. The mall, it sounds like that was like the main hangout spot. Yeah. For a teenager. For you, yeah, for yeah. all the teenagers, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I'm, should we talk about my store at this point? or Unless you have we... any other, like, just things you feel like I gotta get this out. Off, off my chest. As a about general the... mall commentary, <laughs> then if that if you don't have anything, then yes, we can move into the yeah. store. Um, I, I don't think so, but maybe we'll come back, revisit yeah, if it. If this store also it, it weaves into all your experience. All right, let's so, do it. That's true. That's the, the thing store. about the mall, is that it's a fabric. It is it a is. fabric. It's fluent. Um, it's Walden Books, yeah. listener. <laughs> um, you did not read the description. You don't know. <laughs> um, Walden Books um, basically was free daycare for my mom. And because I'm an only child, and like us I don't, too, us ah, as well. That's what, I feel like only childs like spend a lot of time at the mall because yeah. it's just it this really is, is an free only day. child podcast. Yes, <laughs> and we only have only children. That's not so true. It's not literally true. every week, all through elementary school, literally every weekend, my mom would drop me off at the mall. Sometimes she would go shopping herself, but most of the time she would drop me off at the mall so she can go and run errands and stuff. Yeah, and um. And I would spend the majority of my time at Walden Books, um, like literally four hours at Walden Books. And I would just pick a book and sit there and I would read the entire book. Um, and then when my mom picked me up, I could then because she would always buy me one book. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, this way I get two books because I can yeah. read an entire yeah. book and then I can get a new book. So, sort of an aperitif yeah. to the book <laughs> that you buy. You go, I'm ready. <laughs> And I mean, there were times where she, I mean, the fact that I could read an entire chapter book, like in one sitting, like that's how long she would leave me there. And there have been times where I'd get through two books if she left me there like really like all day. Did she ever like say like hang out at Walden Books or was that the decision you made? Well, that was like my favorite place. So she she knew that was the easiest place for her to go to to pick me up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was the touch point. Yes. You'd you'd go somewhere else for a little while, but you'd always come back to Walden Books. Yeah. And also I, you know, she was she was always she really wanted to encourage me to read. And so she was always willing to buy me. 
it's one of the few things where you know I could buy full retail price. Sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So she's always willing to buy me a book or two. Sometimes I even got scammed my way into three books. Ooh. Whoa. I know. I know. Crazy. Um, but then uh, I remember very distinctly. One day, Walden Books uh, started a policy, a new policy: no sitting in their stores. Whoa. You could not sit down. People were not buying because them. me, like little shithead mm. bookworms, <laughs> were like going in there and reading entire books. But you did yeah. buy something. I always buy. I know, and I just thought it was such a shitty thing to do. And it I, I blame that policy, and I blame them for the downfall <laughs> of bookstores. Oh yeah, totally. Because yeah. that's what yeah. I, I would never. We I think we had a Walden Books in the mall proper growing up, but we would always go to Barnes and Noble because yeah. it had like the Starbucks and you could just sit and they had couches and like they, they encouraged you yeah. I never heard of Walden or of Barnes and Noble at that point and yeah. so it's just Walden Books and when the first time they started enforcing that policy on me which by the way is also a shitty thing to just say to a child who's oh, like alone yeah. stop reading don't go sit. somewhere yeah. else like basically come, would come over and be like you're not allowed to sit and, um, and did anyone ever ask where your mom was? No, they were just like, You're not allowed. They knew what was happening. They were they like, knew. You're not allowed to sit. Also, they saw me every week, yeah, which is another so shitty thing because I bought a book every week, yeah. And, um, and so then I was, I remember the first time they did that and I realized they were serious. I was so pissed that I stood, uh, defiantly stood and read an entire book <laughs> and then didn't buy a book that week because I was like, Fuck you. <laughs> and then I, then I told my mom, I was like, I don't want to go back to Walden Books because they won't let me sit. What did and she say? I think that was right around the cusp of like when we were mo- around the time we were moving. And then we discovered, you know, in exploring our new neighborhood, um, we discovered there was a gigantic Barnes and Noble. Yeah. And, and it was across the street from the West Covina Mall. Yeah. And so we uh, so I went there and then it was like Valhalla because I was like. You know, it was enormous, and there were all these, like, they encouraged you to look through the books. There were couches and tables everywhere, and I was like, oh, my God, this place is magic. This is, like, the anti-Walden books. Yeah, and when you think about it, it's, like, not that Barnes & Noble Noble is doing, like, amazing. But at the time, they were, like, the kings. Yeah. But they're still, like, around, and Walden books and borders are gone. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because, like... It's because they encourage people to do what they were going to do anyway. It can't be like a cold environment. Yeah. It has to be like a warm, nice environment because yeah. that's what people want in a bookstore. Yeah. You don't shop for books the way you do, like the way you shop at 7 Eleven, where you're yeah. like, I'm just going to run in and grab this real quick. Like right. it's for browsing and like, that's you know, the whole point. Yeah. It's messed up. It's really, really what dumb. What was the vibe of Walden Books? Was it because you know Barnes and Noble? I feel like has a very specific the greens and taupes and like that's yeah. their. Vibe. It was like a school library. Have you ever been in? A, I've never been in a Walden mm-hmm. Books, so you know, paint a picture. <laughs> well, yeah. the one I went to in the mall. I mean, it was small because it was a mall store, and yeah. it was the. It, it kind of seems yeah. like they're all small. Yeah, it was when I very, was looking online. It was very, very small. It was like basically one center aisle and two side aisles, and that was it. Mm. Yeah, and with just rows and rows of bookshelves. And I feel like, in my memory, there was just a lot of browns and blues, you know, yeah. um, and uh, no chairs, obviously, of no course. seating no what's, whatsoever. Yeah, were there chairs before the rules? No, there was never chairs. So I would just sit on the the ground, but the. Yeah. But like the children's book section was in the very back. And so it wasn't like I was sitting in an aisle. Right. Like I was sitting in like the dead end, the cul-de-sac of children's books. <laughs> I mean, that's what yeah. Barnes and Noble also nails is they, they have, have a that. beautiful kids yeah. section where it's like there's like wooden like a Winnie the Pooh and like wooden yeah. big versions of 
illustrations and like it's like it's like cool. a children's library yeah, yeah it's like cool and pretty and like i remember like spending a lot of time yeah. in the barnes and noble kids section when i yeah. was younger yeah it's so welcoming yeah. yeah whereas like walden books was like come and pick up your cigarettes and lotto <laughs> tickets and get out yeah <laughs> yeah well is okay walden books from what i understand is like a subsidiary of borders so it was supposed to be i think like the smaller version mm-hmm. right so in theory it is supposed to be like more of a grab and go like or a whatever. book express yeah like almost like an airport bookstore or something but i i feel like in a mall in yeah. particular it's like one it's a mall some people are hanging out Two, you want people to be in your store so it looks like your store is popular. Yeah. yeah. There was never more than like three people in that store. Yeah. And it's like, what are you rushing me out for? Like, I'm not in the way of like the crowds of people who are yeah. trying to move through the cul-de-sac of children's <laughs> books. Yeah, you're ruining the time for all these other kids who are trying to get their books quick and go home. <laughs> totally. <laughs> these kids have yeah. places to, to be. <laughs> totally. How dare you? They're on a very tight schedule. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Um, and, like, the employee to be like, you get out of here. Yeah. And also, like, who was, like, hovering over them, like, telling them to enforce this rule? Yeah. I mean, that's what we always say. It's the policy. And I feel yeah. bad for the employees who are, like, I mean, it's like they feel like they're going to get in trouble if they don't yeah, kick totally. a kid out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. They're like, hey, child, <laughs> why need you, I need you to learn to hate bookstores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go sit in the food court yeah, or whatever. Totally. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, and then uh, Barnes and Noble was real was a real godsend, and um, and you know for the two years of high school that I didn't drive, um, that was that was the next touch point for me and my mom. Like she would pick me up there, but um, but she was very very flaky. So <laughs> I mean, it, I would just never know because I would be like, oh, pick me up at Barnes and Noble, and she'd be like, okay, I'll, I got it, I'll be right there, and then it literally be four hours later. Oh, wow. And so wow. I never knew when she would pick me up. So I had to stay in one spot. So like I had to pick somewhere where I could be there for five minutes or four hours. Yeah. Well, I mean, mission accomplished. You became a reader and <laughs> yes, you probably read true. a lot of books at that time. I did. I read a <laughs> shit ton of books. What were your favorite books that you read? I read so much stuff. Like, well, during the Walden books period of my life, um, <laughs> I read all of the Babysitter's Club. Mm. I read some Sweet Valley High, although it, it bordered too racy for me. Yeah, Sweet Valley High is mm-hmm. like yeah. in a way where you were like policing your own content. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, this feels like it was a little bit too edgy for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. And, <laughs> um, and I read like a lot of like children's like fantasy and sci fi stuff a lot. Like the My Teacher's an Alien series. Oh, sure. My favorite series was this fantasy series called um, The Enchanted Forest Chronicles. I've seen that. I it's my favorite. I still have my old copies that I read regularly. Yeah, and um, all the Beverly Clearly books, Cleary, mm-hmm. not clearly. Um, and uh, oh, I bought all the Farside and Garfield books. Yeah, those um, are for yeah. take home. Yes, yeah, you're gonna want to reference are. those. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, um, I'm like so peripherally aware. Like I have the books that obviously I read when I was a kid, but I used to work at a library, so mm. I like every like. Like every like uh, series you can mention, I'm like I've seen that. I know I can picture the cover of that. Well, actually, a lot of these books I bought from library sales. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I love when the library is selling books. You're like, what? Yeah, because it's like fifty cents. <gasps> I, I bought keep this. I bought a lot of Stephen King for fifty cents. Yes, yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, a lot of uh, Mary Higgins Clark. Oh sure. Or the the Cat Who blah 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 series. Yeah, those oh. are those are for adults. Yeah, Mary Higgins. I read Clark. a yeah. I read a lot of um. 
I read a lot of adult uh, cozy mysteries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was really, really into mystery. Oh, loved mystery. Any mystery series that was geared towards children, I probably read. Mm. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's that's very entertaining when you're sitting somewhere for a long time. Yeah. Oh, I read all of the um, Clue, the board game, actually did a book series where. Really? Every, yeah. Where they were all short stories. It would be a collection of short stories where it would ask you to solve the crime, but then it would tell you the answer. Oh. So every chapter, it'd be a new game of Clue, but you read it as a story. Oh, that's fun. And I read, I, I had that entire series. I like wow. that. Yeah. It's basically like any combination of answers to the game totally. Clue. Totally. But it would be like, oh, like, Mr. Body invited everyone to a cocktail party, you know, in the library, and then this happened, and then Mr. Green and Miss Peacock got into a fight over this and blah, and all the <laughs> shit happens. Like, it's a story. Yeah. And then, um, and then somebody dies, and then here are all the clues, and then That's they're like, who fun. do you think did it? And then you can turn the page and it'll tell you. Was this before or after Clue the movie? This was after. Okay. So yeah. they were like, this was all the movie through the, work. This was all through the 90s. So this was significantly mm. after the movie. I can't remember when. I feel like there's movies like Clue the movie that like I just saw at some point. Yeah. And so I never thought and about like when it birthday came party, out. Yeah. Clue was the, the movie was in the 80s. Okay. okay. Yeah. And that this makes book series sense. was like the 90s. I yeah. kind of feel like it's like, did it come out in two? in the 70s or last year <laughs> I you would know, believe I anything um, in 1899 it was one of the first movies ever made <laughs> that was like there was Tim like Curry. that train yeah it was a, it was a zoetrope was movie of, and then there was a clue <laughs> Me and my friends were all excited that it was with Tim Curry because he's from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. As well as the Wild Thornberries. <laughs> That's right. Was he, he, played, the, he was Nigel no, Thornberry. I just learned that this yeah. second. I yeah. loved the Wild Thornberry. I also loved the Wild Thornberry. Remember how that sister seemed like the coolest person? Oh, on yeah. I mean, she was who we were all trying <laughs> yeah. to be, I think. Well, she was like the new Darlene. The hair over the, the eye. The Darlene? Darlene from Roseanne. Like oh, she's like she's she was like extremely Darlene. Yeah. Oh yes, extremely the flannel, mm -hmm. the whole vibe. Yeah, any, the curly any hair. belly shirt back then. Oh, it was like, yeah. holy shit, that's so cool. Oh my belly god, is her belly is out. <laughs> I could never. But also that like '90s contrast of like the belly shirt with like really baggy jeans, but yeah. then and then a flannel or plaid shirt over. Yeah. Like that was such the look. I honestly feel like I'm still doing some version of that. Yeah, I'm always like a it. tight under, like an underlayer, and then a baggy uh, yeah. overlayer. Yeah, yeah. It's the look, you know, what can you do? I've been chasing that dragon. <laughs> I do feel like there's certain, like, cartoon characters and stuff like that that you, like, literally go to the mall and you're like, where do I find these pieces? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. how do I dress up as this character? Yeah, totally. A hundred percent. More on Walden books. What else is there to say? I mean, th then Walden books was dead to me after that. Sure. Yeah. 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 They really betrayed you. They really did because that, like, that was my childhood home. Yeah. And mm -hmm. and you know, like they, I they served me well, but I also like served them well in being yeah. a regular, a weekly customer. Yeah. 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 Bookstores are supposed to be like a safe mm -hmm. space, and it was not. Yeah. You're supposed to be able to people, sit in It was a such a betrayal. Space. Other people were abusing the system, mm -hmm. and you suffered for it. And <laughs> that's not what? fair. A, a business, a bookstore, especially a chain, yeah. has to just accept the losses of the people abusing the system. Yeah, True. It's just, like, when it comes to that, that's mm -hmm. just part of it. Yeah. And, well, I, I just think that they made what they thought was a calculated business decision, and it was the wrong one. Like, yeah. Because it clearly was a, a business decision where they were very short-sighted about it. They were thinking in, the, in like, uh, 
kind of the immediate terms. Yeah. Whereas like Barnes and Noble was looking at the big picture, which like is like customer how do, yeah, how loyalty. do we create like how do we create relationships and how do we create an environment um, to make like regular customers? Whereas like Walden Books was like, I need to make a buck off of you today. I don't care about tomorrow. Yeah. And then look where it got them. Well, and also though, it's like. It's it's flawed logic. If you tell someone you're not allowed to hang out in here, mm-hmm. that doesn't translate to they're going to buy a book. Yes, exactly. That's like 100 yes. percent not it. <laughs> That's such a great. That translates point. to actually, I'm just going to leave. Yeah, actually, I don't feel welcome here because you literally told me not to be in here. <laughs> yeah, so I'm yeah. never going to come back and buy a book anymore. Say no. goodbye to the five years I came here every week to buy a book. Even if you're standing there like reading a book just yeah. to see if you want to buy it, you're going to feel yeah. the like the <sighs> clock ticking. Yeah, like, oh, I better totally. get out of here. Well, yeah. then books. You fucked up. You fucked up so hard, Walden Books. It's super weird to look back and like see the moment (laughs) where it happened. Yeah, totally. Very sad. Totally. I will never forget this Walden Books, <laughs> and I'm glad you're it's dead. Like, uh, yeah, it's like on the one hand, like rest in peace. We had some good times, but on the other hand, fuck you. This is your fault. Yeah, yeah. like you deserved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is interesting. The that that business strategy of like just building yeah. loyalty. Yeah. You know, again, we're not sponsored by America's Tire, but they'll fix your tire for free, and that's exactly the kind of thing where I go. If I need a tire, I'm going to go to America's Tire. Yeah. If I need a book, I'm going to Barnes and Noble. They let mm-hmm. me sit there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Um. Okay. Do you have any last thoughts on Walden Books? We have some specific questions. No, I think I've said my piece oh, <laughs> that we wanted to talk to you I about. I to ask you, uh, listener, you may not be aware, you may be aware, Jessica Gao wrote the Pickle Rick episode of Rick and Morty. And uh, as as mall connoisseurs... We covered Spencer's a couple weeks ago. And I would say that Spencer's is primarily a Pickle Rick <laughs> store. <laughs> that is just simply what they are point. in business. And I'm curious now. if you've seen it, what your thoughts are on that. It is like 75% Rick and Morty merch, including like gauges. Wow. Like plugs, like multiple varieties Any- of Rick and Morty plugs. And then I'd say 60% of that 75% is Pickle Rick. Well, just knowing Spencer's, like my memory of what kind of store Spencer's is, it makes sense that uh, like they're predominantly yes. Rick and Morty merchants. Like that, yeah. that Venn diagram makes a lot of sense <laughs> to me. I have not been in a Spencer's in, I couldn't tell you, probably since high school. Yeah. You wouldn't have a reason to no, go in. No. no. Although when I was in junior high, I was very into all of the novelty keychains that they would sell that would say things like, uh, you know, I have PMS. Like, and then, but, but PMS would stand for something, you know? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Happy Bunny is another another popular cat- uh, character from those uh, keychains. Yeah, 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 yeah. That specific style oh, of keychain. Happy Bunny. Yeah. yeah. All those all those characters. Where yeah. are they now? But now it's Pickle Rick. <laughs> uh, no, but I. People do like regularly send me pictures of like Pickle Rick merchandise that they come across, and a lot of people have gotten me Pickle Rick gifts. Um, it's and the new like, skull. It is. This is the new skull now, yeah. but at least it's for a reason. At least it makes sense yeah, this yeah, time. Yeah. I mean, I actually feel like that's honestly less necessary than the skull since you wrote it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yes, I mean, there is a finite amount of Pickle Rick stuff that I want, and yeah. I think I've already. The only at thing, least a skull. You didn't write yeah, the skull. That's true. The only thing, the only Pickle Rick thing that I want at this point is there's a giant Pickle Rick plush that's like, oh, sure. That's like two and a half feet tall or something. I wonder if they sell that I there. Don't, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I don't remember seeing it at Spencer's. And I've been in a yeah. couple of Spencer's in the last yeah. year or so, yeah. <laughs> but I don't remember. Yeah. But I, I would never wear any Pickle Rick stuff sure. because that's just too weird and like. Uh, 
for me that that would just be too weird. It crosses it would, a line. It does cross a line. And it would make it make it feel like I was like fishing for people to like ask sure. me. Yeah, exactly. There now, is something weird about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like because we went in there and we were just struck by the sheer amount of it, and not you know t-shirts, whatever. You know, of course they have pop culture t-shirts and stuff. It was the stuff where it's like I would have never thought to put a cartoon on this thing. Sure. Yeah, like, yeah where it's like surprising. I think there's like a, I think I want to say there's a Rick and Morty energy drink. There's like uh-huh. everything uh-huh. you could like imagine. That. Yeah. Like everything yeah. that Spencer sells, yeah. they have Rick and Morty on it. I hope that energy <laughs> drink is like pickle juice and cockroach flavored. I feel like it, it feel like it has to be. Probably. I was gonna, I should have pulled up the pictures yeah. ahead of time because it's very good stuff. Like I think the thing that struck me the most is the gauges. The yeah. gauges were really something. I, yeah, I'm just surprised that that's still a phenomenon that people are still really into having that. Yeah, because how many, like, how long ago was that episode? What? Oh, the no, I'm talking about having, ga- having gauges, gauges being gauges. a thing. Because yeah. I feel like I go, you give it, Spencer's, first of all, like, Pickle Rick will be there for 10 years because uh-huh. they do Still not have, move merchandise. No. They like keep everything. <laughs> they have honey badger shot glasses. Still in stock. Not on clearance. Oh my god. Absolutely not uh, on clearance. Oh my god. Um, there's just so many things. I, I, I cannot find the pictures right now but I really should have pulled them up. There's uh, one thing that I honestly can't remember. Did we make this up because it was funny or was it real? Do you know what I'm talking about? What? Oh, we made that up. Okay, we made it up. Because we just joked that there should be a pickle rick vibrator, but there isn't. Because they have, Are you sure? I feel like there I feel like I might have seen something. Because they have a sex toy section yeah. and we were like But their sex toy section is like non ironic. It's, it's not like a that rare ironic, like which part is of the worse, store. But <laughs> we we were like, they should definitely they have all this Rick and Morty stuff. Yeah. That'd be funny. Haha. <laughs> so no. you think that it's I, real. I think there is. I think I feel like I've seen it. Um but uh, I wonder if the sex toys is actually what, if it's unironic, I wonder if the sex toys are what's keeping Spencer's afloat. Because that could be true. Because there, was a, there was a time period where a small independently owned record, or, uh, yeah, record stores, the only way that they were staying open, like, do you remember Penny Lane? Uh-huh. Uh, Penny Lane was like a, a, a small localized chain of like record, uh, and you know, they did a lot of brisk business and used CDs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it was like a cool store that you would go to. And it was like cooler than Tower because it was like independent. And um, but they always had a back section that was just porn. And mm, that was yeah. actually what was keeping them in business. The porn was keeping them afloat so that they could actually have the vanity business of a record store. There's always wow. a market. I found yeah. the photo of the of the pickle rick gauges if you wanna just give a, a oh reaction. Boy. Oh dear. Yeah, they're available. <laughs> Um, this is, I mean, I like the design of them. I do think they look yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, it's just a strange place to yeah. put it. From what I pictured as pickle rig gauges, like these look very nice. Yeah. Oh, did you think and they were like the pickles? Drink? Um, no, no, they're not but I shaped. Just, but I think that that was just like nicely designed. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're going to do it, they might yeah. as well call someone in who's got the skills to create a good looking gauge. <laughs> well, because like someone clearly looked at it and was like, how am I going to work with the shape of the gauge to make this like read where mm-hmm. instead of just like slapping it on like it's a sticker, you which know? they could do and yeah. get away with. So it's nice that they're putting the effort in. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, the one thing that makes me disappointed in the whole pickle rip phenomenon is that I really want a pickle sponsorship because I do love pickles. Yeah. No one has approached me for a pickle sponsorship. You never sponsorship. get quite what you want. Exactly. It and never fully All works I want out. is for Boar's Head, which is my favorite brand of pickles, mm-hmm. to like send me free pickles for life. 
Well, um, we'll start the campaign of tweeting at them now. <laughs> I cannot currently find a pickle Rick dildo. <laughs> That's shocking to online. me. Online. I know listeners way. are yelling at us. <laughs> Screaming at Emily once again for you being idiot. so stupid. You idiot, I have one. <laughs> it's in me right now. <laughs> I love your podcast. I maybe like someone's made one on Etsy or something, but I cannot find one as of You can't find a mass market. I can't find an official one. Yeah. It's more of a homemade. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no, a homemade one is like really well. Then it's just a cucumber. Then at that, <laughs> at that point. point, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> should we move into the segments? Yeah, I guess we should. We probably should. Okay, we have two Ooh, final first segments. first segment. I forgot. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Okay, first segment first is segment. return or keep. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, we have something that Emily bought at the mall uh, almost. I want to say two or three weeks ago now. I, mean, I am three days away from the date which is the last day I can return it. So we want to get your opinion on whether you think she should return or keep this item. She's I brought roughly- this up the other week, and I said I thought about returning, and then I decided to keep it. And then I tried it on again in my room mm-hmm. the other day, and I was like, man, I don't know. I actually maybe should return it. So, <laughs> By the way, I, I just want to say I love a tiny shopping bag. Oh, it's a cute <laughs> little so bag. Yes. Just to paint a picture for the listener, yes. uh, cloth. Uh, it's handles. like handles. Yeah. It's like a cord handle. Yeah, it's really yeah. small. It's really it's cute. It's tiny. It's adorable. I love miniature things. The beret. Yes. Oh, that's fits. cute. Now I will model it. Okay, please okay, do. Okay, Emily please is modeling do. the beret. So it is a blue felt. Uh, it's a navy blue felt beret. Yes. This was you bought this at the Westfield Century City. Yes. Did you pay full retail no, price? No. So it was only like fifteen bucks. Okay. But I tra- you got to take that into consideration. I tried. It's you know fifteen isn't nothing, and I tried a Marie Kondo my mm-hmm. life prior yeah. to the buying. Yes. You know. Yes. Totally. I, okay. I know. Uh, too often I get seduced. Too big. Too big. Return. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I have not seen it on. You haven't yeah. seen it on. Is it too big for my head? Yes. <laughs> yes. This is a return. Wow. Immediate return. Okay. Emily is. Uh, Let me adjust it. Self-conscious about her small head. You gonna, are you going to adjust it in a way where your head gets bigger or that thing gets smaller? Oh, I see. I can see that if you wear it a little differently, it looks better. But okay, I, I do want to bring up this is just under the line you said of your Marshall's uh, price amount. So sixteen, this is fifteen dollars. But that was also my rule when I was in junior high. And if you sure. needed something, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is not. Some, we talked about this earlier. Emily and I were saying if you don't question the purchase of a hat, you're a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. First of all, if you're not That's constantly you're questioning confident yeah. in any hat decision. But you know what? I don't think Rick Caruso ever questions the purchase of a hat. I think he just buys a hat. (laughs) And he is a psychopath. So Here's my thing. Does this keep your head warm? If you were in a situation where you were in the cold? No, because it's... No, people don't cover their ears with berets. But also, no, like, if no. your primary per- function that you needed was to keep your head warm, then I would this is not. Like a yeah, exactly. This is not for the thing. fashion. We're we're talking yeah. for fashion here. You think it's too big? I think it's too big. I do think it's too big. Also, okay. yeah. I don't know if I would have placed that. That's what it was, but it just doesn't look quite the right. The proportion. Mm-hmm. I think that's maybe what I was thinking when yeah. I looked in the mirror. It's like too much fabric ballooning out. Yeah, I have a gigantic head. I'll put it on, and you can see what at the difference. Okay, so we're just. Like, Doing a, a test, uh, uh, an experiment. I have such here. a small gonna, head. Look, it doesn't even fit on my head. <laughs> it looks cute. It doesn't it's fit on, on my head. Your head in a really yeah, yeah. sweet it's on way. Top like a pancake. <laughs> you look like the dog. 
<laughs> That's how the dog races beret. <laughs> it works for you. You could maybe well, you could but pin it, only, it, but only if it sits on my head. Yeah, you could you pin it to pin your it. hair like a like a young Jewish boy pinning his yarmulke <laughs> to his hair. It could be you. I think I was fully ready to say keep because yeah. it was on sale. You seem yeah. to get joy from it. Right. Marie uh, and so I was going to fully say yes based on not having seen it on. But on, I don't think it's a, enough of a home run for you to keep okay. it. Yeah. Like it, it lo- does it look like I'm trying too hard because it looks weird? I think that if you really wanted a yeah. navy beret, you should get one that fits perfectly. This is unfortunate because I do think that this is a pretty small beret and mm-hmm. my head is just so small. Mm. Well, I think also a big part of it is is this is a very very wide beret cuz I bet you you could probably mm. find one that doesn't have the same diameter. True. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like I've wanted a beret for two years. Yeah. And I was like, this is it. <laughs> Since that fateful day. What made you want a beret? Well, I feel like last year berets were really in. Do you remember this? And I almost <laughs> bought one. And then I didn't. And then I was glad I didn't because it was like oversaturation. Mm. Like everyone was wearing a beret. And then we started making fun of people for wearing berets. Do you guys remember this? You should now go to like Crossroads and buy up all the berets that those <laughs> people have given up. And yeah. then I feel like this year, since last year, was like this over saturation this year it's just like yeah now berets are just a hat we carry they're not them like, mm-hmm. but not they're so not so much a trend anymore it's just like eh, it's just a hat enough people wear them you know what i've yeah. been very curious about is um knit turbans is this, a, this is a thing yes i think i know what you're talking yeah. about i've not seen oh wait no one time i did a show that uh knit Who's the guy who who hosted that show I did? And he told me he come he called me J Lo with allergies. Oh, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. <laughs> Nick Cannon was wearing a turban. Yes. When he hosted this show at the Laugh, Laugh Factory, and I I remember at that time being like, Is this a thing? Are people wearing turbans just casually? I know what you're talking yeah. about, like the knit ones. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I do like those. Yeah. They're cool. Mm. That might be a good beret alternative. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I do know what you're talking about, because I think it might I'll be show, something different. I'll show you a picture okay. when we're off air. When we're off my... <laughs> I also just don't look good in hats, and that's just something I, I don't have think to that's accept true. about myself. I don't think like, that's true. Like, beanies look weird. There, were, there was one year, a couple of years ago, where Taylor Swift, who, you know, whatever, uh, but she was wearing a lot of pork pie hats. And I was like, that might look good on me. I was going to ask, was and this Taylor Swift inspired? Cause not the beret. I don't think she wears berets. I have not seen her in a beret. Yeah. I think you should try a knit beret where it doesn't have this kind mm. of structure to it where you yeah. can kind of pull so that it's a it's halfway between a beanie and a beret. Sure. I think that might work. I used to wear those in middle school sometimes yeah. and I thought I looked really cool. <laughs> I bet you looked adorable. Um, yeah. So there. Yeah. Okay, maybe... I'll return it. I'm so right. sorry. This was actually a genuinely surprising one. So it was Because <laughs> I good. told you, I was like, I'm going to be a I'm full pr- keep. Like, right. we'll do the segment. But you but hadn't seen it on. I yeah. hadn't seen it and on. And your reaction was so immediate. <laughs> yeah. There was an honesty. Like the, yes. It has to be true. You yes. need that honesty sometimes. Would yeah. you guys wear berets? I would not. Well, you saw how this one sat on top of my head. <laughs> it looked I great. Can't, it looked great. I can't wear a beret because of that. I have a gigantic head, so I, too, also struggle with hats for the opposite reason that you do. It's I almost, wish I had a gigantic yeah, head. I'm legit no, jealous. No, 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 because <laughs> any hat that's one size... 
there's no way that it would fit. I can only wear hats that actually have sizing. Mm. And in mm. this instance, I am a men's extra large. This is why you're such a big fitted cap person. You're yes. always at lids. You're always. <laughs> that's right. You put that's the sticker right. on the top of the. That's right. <laughs> that's your style. You keep the tags on. Anytime I have like a adjustable hat, uh, like a trucker hat, I have to wear it on the last notch. Mm. I. I only hat I wear is a I wear a beanie when I'm cold or if my hair looks yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. And I have been told that I carry off a beanie effortlessly. That oh. been, I would only bring it up because I want to say at least three people have said it to me where I've been like effortlessly. I know. Like what a, a brag. It's a high compliment. I was like, are you like the first time it happened? I was like, stop. And then the second time it happened, I was like, is this a coincidence? I think it just looks right on me for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it also, it, I've come into it more in the last few years because I keep my hair longer. When my hair was short, mm-hmm. if I because I have curly hair, if I would wear a hat, it would like puff out in a yeah. way that looked yeah. like a cartoon. I think everybody, there's like an article of clothing for everybody where it just feels like it's home. Like, yeah. like it's like the right puzzle piece, you know? Yeah. So I, I'll do a beanie. Yeah. For me, it's a suit. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I've seen you in a suit. For me, it's like a black suit. Yeah, I'm coming. I'm going to be a groomsman in a wedding this year. And I'm, hoping, I'm, I'm hoping to not find out that I look bad in suit. I'm worried that like <laughs> I'm gonna try on a suit and be like, this is gonna look so cool, and then I just like look bad. Uh, okay, can I tell you what my new suit move is that I've been doing all last year? Anytime I have to go to a nice event, is um, I wear black tuxedo pants with a white shirt, a white button down shirt. Um, and then I have a black blazer cape. Wow. Yes. And um, yeah, and then I do an undone bow tie. Yeah. And um, and it's great. And then I went to a wedding in this outfit, and my boyfriend called me Robert Evans because <laughs> I was wearing sunglasses too. And you he, were wearing sunglasses. <laughs> so he called me because it was outdoors. Okay. And he fair. he called me Robert Evans. How did that make you feel? Um. I thought that that meant I looked incredible. <laughs> you were like, I accept this yeah. compliment. <laughs> well, I'll keep everyone posted on my suit news. <laughs> uh, should we move into our final segment? Emily, should we? Yes. Okay. Last wow, segment. I really put her on the spot there. I just really, I don't know why I was like seeking. What if I said yeah. no and then yeah. was just silent? Like I didn't have any yeah. other suggestions. I was just like, no. I don't know if I'd ever get over it. That was a weird, that was a rhetorical question that you treated like was a real question. <laughs> you know, I'm really sorry, you guys. <laughs> I guess I'm just being weird, and this is sort of a time capsule of that, and I really apologize. Last segment, it's called Shut Down, Rebrand, Expand. Okay, it is our version of Fuck, Mary Kill. Kill. Okay. Uh, we're going to give you three stores. Okay. And you choose one to rebrand, one to shut down, one to expand. I said that in a weird order. Um, the stores this week are Madewell, mm-hmm. H&M, mm-hmm. And, and Zara. Zara. Oh, easy. Yeah. Uh, so easy Zara shut down Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, cause a terrible family owns it Mm -hmm. Um, H&M I would rebrand and Madewell I would expand cause I love Madewell you do yeah I've seen you you have a a, a... I'm wearing head to toe Madewell wow are you wearing Madewell jeans Yes, I am. And they're so comfortable. And, you have the... and I have the uh, monogramming on my shirt. Ooh. Yeah, that's beautiful. It says chairman, as if in you, chairman gal. Yes. If you join Madewell's Insider Club, which is free to join, you I, get yeah. free monogramming. <gasps> oh, yeah. Wait, really? I knew that, but yeah. I never got free. That. Because in other cases, you have to like spend a certain amount. It's $10 something. to monogram. But if you join their free, cl- again, free club, 
um, you get free monogramming, like unlimited. And they do it on denim or and leather. And free hemming too, right? Yeah. I've never done that. Totally. I want to ask, how would you rebrand H&M? What would you do? I kind of just picked that because it was the only option sure. left. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I've, I haven't shopped at H&M in so long. I think they're doing what they should be doing. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Is there anything they could do to reach out to you that would change your mind about H&M? Um, no, because now that I'm, cause I am significantly older than you guys. And as a woman of a certain age, <laughs> I, uh, I've, uh, I, I, I'm now in like a period where I want to pare down my clothes, but really spend a lot of money on like really nice like pieces. Sure. Like we we joke about heirloom pieces, but like I do want yeah. stuff that I can wear for like a decade now. Yeah, that goes with everything. Um, and I want everything to be like super well made so I can buy less of it. That's definitely what I want to yeah. do. That's what In I theory. feel myself yeah. going towards. And yeah. I, I try, but right now still like my like high end stuff is like. Ma- sale made well sure you know? sure, yeah but I also feel like in your 20s like that's when you should like you know chase like trends and like sure. experiment and do like crazy stuff because like in your 30s like it's not it's not great to do that anymore like in yeah. your 30s it's like time to like be a little bit more polished and be be grown up and be a little bit more um I don't know like hopefully by then you figure out like what your personal style is and what your personal style philosophy is and kind of like and then just build towards that yeah for the rest of your life until you die. True. <laughs> right up until the point of death. <laughs> I will be making clothing decisions up until I, t- I draw my last breath. Um, okay. And, yeah. and with my last exhale, I will be telling you to return it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great use of your final words. <laughs> what was she talking about? <laughs> your family's like, I guess we didn't really know her. <laughs> and then for like a month, they're just like going through all your old stuff. And they're like, where's the receipt? We're, there's a whole movie about it made like two years later. Yeah. We're approaching the deadline for the last day to return. We need to get that $60 back. It was her dying wish. <laughs> yeah, it's my rosebud. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you dr- your dying wish. Okay. <laughs> Emily, do you want to go next? Um, sure. Please uh, do. I mean, I have to say the same. Definitely shut down Zara. They're an absolute hellscape. <laughs> um they should honestly burn in hell. Um rebrand HM. Just, you know, be like a little less shitty. <laughs> just I, a little bit. Just a yeah, like, just slightly just like, less. Just you're try. you're yeah. so shitty. And like not even most stuff is not even that cheap. It's mm-hmm. like around $30. Yeah. Which is like, it's so shitty. Yeah. So stop that. Um, expand Madewell. I love Madewell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I'm leaning towards, it's hard not to say shut down Zara. Zara feels like a real wrench in this game in any scenario. Like I am yeah. hard pressed to think of another store that I'd rather shut down. Yeah. Like Zara, like it's the main one. They're an absolute disaster. Like most yeah. stores, it's like it's not hurting me by being open. Yeah, it's fine. Leave it. But Zara, it's like get it out of existence. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do feel like through this podcast, I have learned that a shocking number of people seem to shop at Zara yeah. and enjoy it. So I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to hurt them, but I am going to shut down. Zara. I am going to also, I'm going to go the same answers. I'm going to rebrand H&M because I feel like there was like a, I feel like there was a period where I don't know if I was blind to it 
or if it really was better, but I feel like H&M got shittier. Yes. Like, yeah. I, it got worse. Totally, yeah. totally. They are, I, it feels, I can't tell if it's just because I've aged out of wearing H&M, but it feels like it's been waning for a couple of years. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's, I wonder if it's the thing where I'm just like, I'm starting to be like, okay, these wear out, I see that it now. is true, really. I didn't used to ever think about quality as a factor. Like, I didn't think about good quality versus bad, and my mom would always, like, at some point be like, that looks so worn out. You should mm-hmm. stop wearing that. And I'd be like, huh, I did not notice that. Yeah. And I would, I still don't notice that. Yeah. And now it's like, ah. Well, I, the only things I have from H&M that I feel like I've held up over the years is I have like a handful of sweaters mm-hmm. that I think, be, I can't tell if it's that they're better quality or because I wear them less frequently. Right. And then like, I don't wash them as like. I do cool. feel like their quality has gotten worse though. It's gotten worse. Because they also used to be like, when they first came over and it was like a European company mm-hmm. and it was like, ooh, H&M. And now it's just like H&M. I would honestly say maybe we used to do this sometimes as a shutdown scale back. Experience. I almost feel like H&M would benefit from a scale mm, back yes. if they could just take it back a yeah. second, reflect on what they've done. Yeah. Maybe, you know, in the similar philosophy that you have of like trying to have fewer pieces of higher quality, H&M yeah. could be doing that with yeah. their inventory. Yeah. If they were a little bit more like Topshop. Yeah. 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 A little less Euro trash top shop. Like a little more like almost taking a note from Madewell. Because Mm -hmm. I do feel like I sometimes like the styles of H and M stuff, but I just go I don't want to spend the money on this. Yeah. Yeah. It's not worth it. I, their pants fit me, but they wear out immediately. Yeah. And that's an issue. Yeah. Uh, and then I would expand Madewell and uh, just let them keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. Um, they're doing I, good stuff. I good. would love for the Grove Madewell store to offer on-site monogramming. That's my wish. They Rick don't. Cruz, so I hope you're listening. Oh, I wonder, does the Americana one? The Americana one does. Nice. Yeah. I feel like yeah. it's heavily advertised at the Americana okay. one. Yeah. Because I think it's the only one in LA that does. Oh, uh, really? Oh. Yeah. See, I just assumed they all did it. No. Since my hometown made well, <laughs> since my home base made well is doing it, I just assumed. I know, I know. Mm, mm-hmm. That's tough. Very self-centered of you, Paige. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a bitch. That's what we've learned on this episode of Multiple. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the quality of made well for the price point, you know? It's like, good. My like, favorite denim. Yeah. Up. My favorite denim is made well at, right now at this point. Yeah, a lot of people say that. They, they don't fit me, those jeans. I just... Listen, I could do a whole... Okay, when we do a Patreon, we're going to do episodes that are just about Target and episodes that are just about me trying to find jeans. <laughs> and that's, that's going to be it. <laughs> have you tried Everlane jeans? I never have. That might be a... Th- that's the other thing, too, is people... I haven't tried it yet, but people love it. And it's also the cheapest of the, of the like, quote-unquote, high-quality jeans. Yeah. I tried some on once when Nordstrom had a pop-up, mm-hmm. and I liked them. Maybe it, maybe I feel like I don't do enough shopping at Nordstrom's little like kiosks of other yeah. brands. Yeah. Hmm. They're curating. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was an episode of Mall Talk. Jessica, where can people find you online? Um, on Twitter, I am at Chairman Gao. Gao is spelled G-A-O. And on Instagram, I am Chairman Dot Gao. Oh. Oh, was Chairman Gao taken? Yes. By whom? Some Just asshole. some kid. Yeah. Some yeah. kid. I hope he's having fun with it. <laughs> I know. You have a podcast as well, correct? I do, but it's currently on hiatus. I okay. uh, I have a podcast with Dan Harmon, um, who is the co-creator of Rick and Morty and was the creator of Community. And um, we have a podcast called Whiting Wongs. Um, and it is a podcast about race and writing. 
Um, but it is currently on hiatus. Okay. Well, so keep tabs for when it comes yeah. back. Or, I mean, you can go back and listen. There's like 29 ep- episodes banked. Hey, so that's more episodes than we have so far. <laughs> True. Yeah. So, you know what? Stop listening to this podcast and listen Please. to the archives of my <laughs> podcast. That would be for the best. <laughs> um, and while, while you're on the internet, you can follow us at uh, Mall Talk Pod. On Instagram, Twitter, emails at that at Gmail. Um, this is going to come out next week. Correct. This will be yeah. next Wednesday. You can actually, I'm going to say this, you can come see me and Emily both perform stand-up comedy at the East Side Showroom yeah. in Glendale on Saturday the 26th, 8 p.m. And then also, I'm going to say this for fear of, <laughs> I, I hope it doesn't get bumped, but you can watch me on The Late Late Show with James Gordon on Monday the 28th. Yay! Yay. So watch these things and keep listening and that's it. Yay. Um, cool. We're going to meet next week at the Spencer's headquarters, try to make our fortune, having them make a uh, Pickle Rick dildo. Uh, <laughs> Bye. So, see you then. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook. It's page now. Remember, this episode was brought to you by BetterHelp.com. What's standing between you and happiness? Is it you? Are your own feelings a roadblock preventing you from achieving your goals? Have you thought about talking to someone but are uncertain or unsure of where to start? BetterHelp.com online counseling is there for you. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with licensed professional counselors, caring professionals specializing in the issues that you want to talk about. Depression, stress and anxiety trauma, grief, self-esteem, and others. Connect with counselors in a safe and private environment. Get time, get help at your own time and your own pace. Schedule secure video and phone sessions or text your therapist, all included worldwide. And you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. And for Mall Talk listeners, you'll get 10% off your first month with discount code MALL. If you've been wanting to talk, you can get started today. Go to betterhelp.com slash mall. Simply fill out the questionnaire to help assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love, one that you can always change. That's betterhelp.com slash mall, promo code mall, M-A-L-L.